In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, sanctify, establish. You might recognize these three words. I cried out to God after that intense and mournful silence with which we began. If you open to the front of your worship aid, you will see it written there in that first prayer. Remember your mercies, Lord. Sanctify your people, because by the shedding of your Son's blood you established the Paschal Mystery. Is the heart and the power and the glory of this day this moment, this triduum, these three unique days that are unlike any other, these rituals held at the heart of the Christian church for now endless millennia, to remember and sanctify and establish. Oh, on that lonely hill, was that cross, which was like so many other crosses. And yet on that cross was the one and like any other. And so in that endless field of death, the cross of Christ, says this great St. Augustine, is not only a tree of death, but as a pulpit of instruction. It's not only the tree on which Christ dies, but it is mounting the pulpit from which he teaches us what we must do. And so here today, it should not be the special aim to meditate merely on the passion of Christ, but to meditate on those great virtues of his passion, which shone forth so preeminently, that deep, deep humility. Who do you seek? The true cry of the heart. Are you the king of the Jews? You say that I am, for this I came in the world to testify to the truth. Whoever hears the truth listens to my voice. His beautiful face turning and preaching the greatest sacrifice of all human loves. Behold your mother. Behold your son. And in that moment when his arms are stretched out and as he had said some time before, as he walked peacefully the earth, when I am lifted up, I will draw Alton to myself. And so he cries out, I thirst. I thirst for the endless gift of souls. I thirst to love everyone that was or is or will be. And it is finished. It is all accomplished. 
and then is for every soul in the uniqueness, the personalness of your own life, the struggles you have that no one else has, the joys that you have that no one else has, the victories that you achieve, great or small, the losses that you suffer, great or small. He thirsts, and you have a mother and brothers and sisters, and you can hear the truth when you hear his voice, and it's finished. And yes, you and I have many tasks. (laughs) Monday will come, and we're back at it again. And yet, it's finished. He, Jesus, has gone where we all will go, but to do what only he could do, and to be who only he could be. And soon and very soon, his face will shine upon us brightly. But the only way to get to that place is to not see the cross as some far out remote thing, but as something that I must take up. When you walk out of this church, I don't know how good your Latin grammar is, but you can see, scrolled in the gold, tolat crucem tuam quotidie et sequatur me. It's written in Latin not to be mysterious, but because you have to work for it a little bit. Take up your cross every day and follow me because I thirst, because it's finished, because God will see you hold on to that cross and remember his mercies and sanctify you. And so we're about to cry out in the many prayers before God's altar that he will remember his mercies. And then we'll have not some cross up high, though that is very beautiful and inspirational, but one right here down low, which we can touch today in a special way. And then we'll commune, because though we remember in a special way today, we may touch the cross every day. We can speak the name of Jesus every day. We tolat crucem tuam quotidie every day and walk after him in good days and bad, triumphs and failures, in confidence, because he thirsts and it's finished. And God will remember and sanctify and establish in Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.